I'm Kyle. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. And I'm Drew with a U. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say... And I'm Handsome Drew. Not me, not Hermione, you. <laughs> Look at that, it's fine. <laughs> and this is not... And this is not... And this is not... This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome back to another episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I am your host, Drew Allen. With me, as always, is Kyle Cox. Would you like to say hi to the people, to the listeners, Kyle? Hello, listener. Hello, Dale. I know it may be, feel weird breaking the fourth wall, but we're talking about She-Hulk, which nice. breaking the fourth wall is apparently something that she does. <laughs> I had no idea. I have not really... Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't watched the show, or I mean, I'm sorry, read the comics at all. So I didn't know anything coming into this series. Have you read the comics? Did you know anything about the character? Yeah, I've never read a She-Hulk comic, but I have read Avengers comics where She-Hulk is in them. Okay. Uh, and she does break the fourth wall in the comics. Um, and she does have that long, luscious, dark hair <laughs> yes. in the comics as well. Um, and I kind of think, well, again, it depends on which ride you're looking at, but... I was never a big She-Hulk fan okay. simply because in the Civil War 2 comic run, um, She-Hulk and Captain Marvel take the most ridiculous stance <laughs> in the world and pit all of the superheroes against each other. And so I think I just kind of have a bad taste in my mouth because of yeah. that. So I, Bar for me was super low <laughs> going into this series. And they've just crushed They've yeah. crushed everything I've ever wanted them to do in it so far. Much like a Hulk, they're crushing it things left and right. Um, yeah. And you may not be a big fan of She-Hulk, the character, but I am a huge fan of Tatiana Maslany. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yes. Because yeah. she can do no wrong at this point in my eyes. What is she from? She was in a show, right? So apparently she's been in a ton of things. She's got like 75 actress credits on... IMDb. Oh wow! Um, I haven't really seen any of them, or uh, the thing she has been in has been like voice acting that I would have recognized her from. She's an episode of Drunk History, which I probably have watched that episode, and uh, they <laughs> always do a great job there. She was in a couple episodes of Parks and Rec, so that's cool. Uh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, she was. Who was she in Parks and Rec? Nadia. So uh, I think she was like a a political figure that. Uh, Leslie Nope goes up against in court a couple times. Um, really? Okay. But I'd have to go back and rewatch that show because it's definitely worth it. Um, oh, I would, the thing I was thinking of was Orphan Black. That's the one where she plays like eight different characters or something. Oh, that's dope. I think that's the one that she's most uh, known for. Okay. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's a lot of voiceover work here. Oh, she was in Perry Mason. I watched a couple of those. Yeah. I, like, Interesting. She's been circling the movies that I've been watching around... Um, but I'm excited to finally get to see her talent, and she is just crushing it as She-Hulk, the titular character. Yeah, like she does a great job. And her and Mark Ruffalo do a great job. I, I really enjoyed his kind of passing of the torch scenes. I think they've done a, yeah. a, nice job, a nice job kind of being respectful. I'm kind of with you on the meh-ness of the She-Hulk character from what I've seen. I, I really enjoy the, the, the feel of the show, the take, the, the comedic, um, you know, they break the fourth wall, but they also, like, reference comic books a ton, and they're like, yeah. I'm Smart Hulk, it's a dumb name, but it's what they give you, and so, oh, She-Hulk, it's derivative of Hulk, and, you know, 
they, they do a lot of like, we know we're a comic book movie, and you're a comic book fan, yeah. so we're going to joke about how crazy comic books are. Um, and that's fun, but the Hulk character, like, it, it, is she just as strong as regular Hulk? You know, it it seems like she's stronger <laughs> based off the first two episodes. Yeah, uh, but I I thought that the cool play on that was the the under. I don't even I don't know how. It's been two weeks since I saw the pilot now, <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure that the underlying message was she's better and stronger and in more control as a Hulk because she's a woman. Yeah, she could do it in backwards. And she's heels. had to control her rage, whereas Bruce never had to learn how to control his rage. Yeah. Until he became the Hulk, um, which I think, if nothing else, is a good plot line. Is it's yeah. a good uh, it's a good plot piece. Well, um, I don't think you can do another Hulk storyline well. Of this character is totally useless unless they're in the Hulk form, and then they have no character development. They're just sure a yeah. emotion. I think that definitely the way they're doing it, and with her being able to go in and out of the Hulk persona. Uh, there's definitely more room for character development and growth, like you were talking about. Yeah. Other than just oh, he's greener and bigger now. <laughs> um, and I think she's she's doing a really great job. Uh, we can finally get to see Tim Roth again. Yes. In the second episode, which uh, which I was pretty fired up for. I know it was a canon, and the Incredible Hulk was a canon Avengers movie, but I had assumed that Marvel was just like that didn't really happen, or if it did, it's not how you know. Yeah. I don't know, man. They, the fact that they've just never come out and said it, I think, is great. I mean, it's got to be canon now at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've used a lot of characters from the Edward Norton movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the fact that they were never like... they they, I think the more that you bring it up, the more people would have to question it and go back and watch it. Yeah. And I don't think they want that. So I think they're just saying, <laughs> figure it out on your own. Right. You don't care if you watch it ever again. And um, they had that slick line of, uh, smart Hulk being like, yeah, he wrote me a nice letter with a uh, interesting haiku, and I'm a totally different person now. Just literally, <laughs> I'm a different person now, <laughs> and like that was uh, that was pretty great on Marvel's point. That was very tongue in cheek, yeah. like you said, very like on the nose. Of, I think we get what we're doing here, and so do you. She even and you get that we get it. Yeah, and then she even turns to the camera, and is like, ha ha, and that's like her <laughs> response to that. Um, but. Um, the the lighthearted tone, I think, does pair well with the fact that this is not going to be a Hulk bust em up monster, you know, kaiju battle. It's not going to be Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, although Titania may be in a question mark. That what do you mean? This is supposed to be an attorney at law, like a, a lawyer show, correct? Sure, that's, right. That's what they're setting up anyways. They're, yeah. they're trying to say this is going to be a show about the uh, effects, the lawyer, the ramifications of superhumans acting in their world and right. having to go through the legal side of everything that they're doing, which I think is an interesting take. I'm not sure if I care so much about <laughs> that side of superheroes, Sure, but I think they're throwing everything at it to make it interesting. And they're the I think that it's a good a good move on Marvel's point to make you want to be interested in the law uh, side of it mm-hmm. was by making Bruce's uh, cousin uh, defend the person that was trying to kill Bruce. Yeah, ten years ago, twelve years ago, whenever the MCU first uh, first started, I saw a post on Twitter um, that there was a Wolverine Easter egg. What? 
Um, and I was like, I didn't see that. So I like, I went back and like kind of fast forward through the episode and didn't find it. And then the, it, it was in the end credit scene apparently, which I still haven't seen. But she's like got a computer open, and there's like one of those like uh, one of those articles you can click on the side. It is uh, one of them is why is there a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean, which is the first time anyone's even cared to reference the Eternals uh, <laughs> since the Eternals has come out. And then the link right above that is man with metal claws or man fights with metal claws in a bar brawl. Um, so even though Kevin Feige and company haven't told us when we're getting our X-Men, the groundwork is being laid. And uh, if nothing else, the show is fun. Yes. And it's interesting. And it may open the door. Did you end up watching Miss Marvel at all? Yes. I, I don't think I ended up finishing because my wife came in and was like, oh, so you started this without me. And I was like, I didn't <laughs> think you'd want to watch it. And she's like, well, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Well, spoilers for you here. The last episode of Miss Marvel, her little nerdy friend person, um, I don't know if they're trying to make him out to be like the next oh, Tony Stark or what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's like, I checked your blood, or like, I examined your blood, and there's a pause, look at the camera, mutation. Oh. <laughs> and then it plays the little X Men theme oh, underneath. That's cool. <laughs> and then you get this in She Hulk's second episode. Um, of a uh, man with metal claws fights in a bar. Yeah. Uh, so at the very least, these MCTV shows are pushing us closer to X-Men. Right. Um, which I think we're all excited for. But I, I don't want that to say that I'm not enjoying She-Hulk. Because um, I think she's great. I think the pacing of it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You can, These 28 minutes just whiz by. Yeah. And it's just yeah. so fast. Um, and there's, there's not really a, a moment wasted at this point. Um, and I really, oh, the best scene in my opinion in this movie was when the new guy who just hired her to defend Abomination was walking her to her new office or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to the camera the whole walk. Right. And then, uh, and then they stop and he goes, how do you feel about that? And she says, oh, she said, I agree. Oh. Or she said, I very much disagree. One of those. Yeah, yeah. And then he just goes, interesting. And walks the door and she goes. I'm going to spend the rest of the year wondering what I just agreed to. <laughs> I thought that that was great. Um, right. It's a fun show. And it, it flies by and I feel like they're they're taking every ounce of screen time you get is important. Yeah. And it, it's pushing the pace. Whereas I think with Miss Marvel, a lot of it was like, boy, this we're dragging this out again. <laughs> we're doing another purple floaty crystal object oh, in yeah. the sky again. Um, she doesn't have her powers so, under control yet. Isn't that we tense? We get it. <laughs> we get it. The bad guy's now a good guy. Why? We don't have time to explain. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's fine. So I'm, I'm excited to see the the pace that She-Hulk has had thus far. Um, do you have... Uh, so we, we still don't really have... I posed the question to Crawford last week. Who is the evil corporation um, that uh, that Jennifer Walters is going up against? In the courtroom, and now she is defending that evil corporation, yeah. which I thought was maybe Roxanne, was maybe AIM, was probably not uh, Oscorp. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I still don't think we got that answer, right? That's still not a... It was, we still don't really know. It was a bunch of letters, and I can't remember them all right now. It was like RLH and G or something like that, um, but she, yeah. that can't be right, but... No, I know what you're talking about. There's like HGKL or something yeah. like that. But I was trying to think, like, that did not, like, 
that was not enough of an Easter egg for me to be like, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> and maybe I just missed it, but I don't think um, we know who the who the benefactor is. The, right. I don't think we know who's behind the scenes on this one just yet. Right. And I, I think if we want to talk the future of the show, I, I would love to. Um, I know that we all know that Daredevil shows up, right? The uh, other big lawyer. Yes. Um, how do you think they're going to work him in? Because I feel like his character doesn't really fit in this universe that they've created. It sure doesn't. That's what I'm most excited about, honestly. Which I feel like is a bad thing to say about the this show that's really good right, with a very right. strong female lead. Um, but <laughs> if I'm being honest, I cannot wait to see Daredevil again in the suit. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see how his dark and brooding character meshes with <laughs> Jennifer Walters' light, airy, uh, fun yeah. fourth wall breaking yeah. self. It's it's always good to see but him mash him up. I I think especially after you saw what Jennifer Walters did in the first episode, where she did the sonic boom clap thing, yeah, like a hundred times in a row, and she like knocked Hulk off a mountain. Spoiler alert: anybody who's I don't know a human like Matt Murdock, like don't get in the way of that because <laughs> you're not getting up from that. I don't think. Yeah. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting because Hulk is already one of those characters in the MCU where like you kind of have to have an excuse for him to not be around right. the bad guy right. in the big fight. He's got to be off fighting all the robots or knocking out the crew of alien people because like if he showed up against Loki, like the battle's done in thirty <laughs> seconds and that was it. Um, so this is intriguing to me because not only do they introduce another very very powerful character right. in the MCU. But she's stronger, and she's faster, and she's smarter, <laughs> and she's she's better than the other one that we already kind of had to be like, oh, yeah, we want to do the Civil War storyline? Ah, Hulk's on a different planet. Right. Why? Because, because it would be over. <laughs> because we wouldn't have a two-hour movie. Yeah. Um, so I don't... It kind of feels like, to me, like Marvel writes themselves into corners, but that's when they do their best stuff is when they're writing themselves out of that corner, too. Yeah. I would love to see Daredevil, like his his superhero persona in it i feel like the way the show's going it's just gonna be like you said matt murdoch as the lawyer kind of like in spider-man um how he just shows up in a scene i hope it's not just a cameo oh i think it's going to be you think so mm. but he's gonna be in a suit <laughs> that would be cool. we've seen the suit oh oh you haven't seen no, the picture yet? i haven't oh that's really cool oh, it's kind of an old school uh -huh. like the yellow suit okay um uh, so i just looked it up on imdb it's glk and h firm and the letters stand for Goodman, Lieber, and Kurtzman, and Hollow Holloway, and those are yeah, three of them. They're representing a company. Yeah, they're three. They're representing an evil corporation. Okay, I wonder who it is. The there three of them are Marvel comic founders, is why they they have those names. Um, oh, very cool. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. And the fact that they uh, they set up, you mentioned War War World War Hulk. Sorry, mm -hmm. jumbled over that one. Um, but we got a little teaser that that's oh that's right underway yeah. right yeah with the the last time we see Hulk probably in this series is he's talking to Jennifer Walters on the phone uh, while on a spaceship probably headed back to Sakaar is what yep. it looks like mm -hmm. um, which would be very very interesting although I think for the if I remember correctly for them to pull off World War Hulk he'd have to lose his mind no. um, <laughs> okay. So, I, I he, he's definitely not Smart Hulk yeah. uh, in that. So uh, I'll throw out something that I was it 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 took me aback and I was super confused 
because when I watched Shang-Chi and I saw the trailer and saw Abomination in the ring, I went online and I swear everything online told me that it was not Abomination. It was some other type of creature. There were fins on his ears, so it couldn't be Abomination. They had like comparisons. And now any website, every single article I can find online is like, Abomination was in, is in Shang-Chi. This is, explains it. And it's a tie-in to She-Hulk. And I'm like, I feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> I, I think I just got to get you, uh, I think I just got to get you better information. I'll start, I'll, I'll tell you who you need to be looking out for, but Ryan Aries, the main one. Okay. Um, but Ryan Aries, definitely the main. I thought that they confirmed that that was Abomination, like from the trailer. Okay. Um, which is why I think, I think you're getting your news from bad places. We need to, <laughs> we need to link up. I need to tell you which Instagram feeds to follow. Yes, so. please. Did you have anything else you want to talk about with She-Hulk? No, I, I, I'm just excited. Uh, if they do a lawyer show, I'm I'm in for it. I'm here for it. If they do a comedy She-Hulk superhero show where she's just going to outpunch the villain, then I'm not really super sold on this very Breaking the Fourth Wall comic uh, comedy take. I feel like... Breaking the fourth wall is really funny when you have like a Deadpool character or a Spider-Man character that's kind of a little bit scrawny and it's not going to overpower every single person they run into, but it's kind of like intellectually going to work around the problem. Sure. Which, but if they do it as a lawyer show, then that is going to work really well, I think. And so I'm excited for that route if this show takes. Episode two left us with somewhat of a cliffhanger where she's decided to uh, defend abomination uh in court and we saw tim roth they said i haven't changed in multiple years i've figured out how to control it Mm -hmm. and she calls the boss and says i'll take the job and he says great you should turn on the news and the news is that abomination escaped from his um cell Mm -hmm. and i haven't read anything about this but i'm assuming this is he was wong came in transported him to mm-hmm. fight land from Shang-Chi <laughs> and just didn't get him back in time or something. Yeah. Um, so unless, did I miss it? Was it more clear than that? Was it no, clearly stated? I've seen online people referencing Thunderbird. Um, what, or, I, I may be getting the, the roller rink mixed up. What's the, uh, the <laughs> uh, Patriot and uh, New Black Widow? What are their, what's their band of? Oh, the Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts, yeah. yeah. I, mm-hmm. I saw somebody saying that he may end up a part of the Thunderbolts. Abomination. In, would. Uh, yeah, interesting. I was going to see what is your uh, prediction for the next episode. Is he going to be in Shang-Chi land? Is this, is this a prequel? Like, is, yeah. is all of this happening while Shang-Chi is going on? <laughs> um, or is this something else? Is yeah. this something new? Well, I feel like we're definitely going to see Wong show up and have to defend why... Well, I assume he broke Abomination out, like you said. And then Tim Roth is going to be like, sorry, I'm not sorry about it. I had the Sorcerer Supreme come and tell me that he needed me to come do something, which doesn't really make sense because they were just in like a MMA Yeah, could have used him against Wanda Maximoff. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, that too. Um, But I'm really doubling down that they're going to, stick to the lawyer, the attorney at law side of it. And the She-Hulk stuff is kind of going to be just some flavoring of how the story will be more interesting because it's superhuman law and not just regular law. Sure. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I think that she's doing such a great job. 
Um, and I, I'm really glad that there was that we didn't have to go through like the monster learns how to control its <laughs> rage thing. Yeah, because that would have gotten old real quick. Yeah, we don't need um, it. Yeah, Let's... and she didn't need it, which I appreciated. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to see where the next episode goes. I really want to figure out who this evil corporation is. Yep. I want to know where Bruce Banner is going. I want to know where Abomination went. I'd like to know where we are in the freaking timeline here. Um, so they're giving us all this stuff, and it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, and it, they're only 30 minutes long. Yeah. This is great. Which Why can't everybody do this? You talking about it just now makes me think that this show should be very comedic 30 minutes of all of the lawyer stuff that happens in between every big fight in the MCU. <laughs> right. Like, uh, in yeah. between Black Widow and Shang-Chi, Jennifer... Uh, What's her name? Walters? Is that her last name? Mm-hmm. Comes in yeah. and defends slash sues, however you want to, you know, whatever she's supposed to do. These people and these are the ramifications. And this is what just some kind of boring day to day stuff that's heightened because yeah. it's superhuman. <laughs> that's what this show I'd should be. I'd be for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be for that. I'm looking, I'm uh, looking forward to the next episode drops in like six hours. So stay up if you want and uh, watch it with me. Heck yeah. It's either that or Bluey, and I, I just don't know. It's a, it's a flip of the coin. There is an episode of this season in Bluey where the mom and the dad are clearly hungover, and the kids are saying, like, you stayed out too late at your New Year's Eve party. And Bandit's like, I will only play with you if I can lay on the ground and not move and not speak, and you whisper. And I was like, dude, this show. I might have brought that up on this show before. I don't know. But I feel like Bandit some days. <laughs> too relatable. Or every day. Is, after you've played for so... It, he was he was hungover. I'm just tired of playing, I think. So it, it's hard to keep everything straight. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I'm excited to catch the next episode, see where we're going. And then, uh, listener... If you're not a big Marvel fan, that's cool. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, that's even better because the next episode on Not the Podcast You Deserve, we're talking about episode two of House of the Dragon. And that's next.